How do you guys listen to podcasts? I don't know. How do you listen to podcasts? Uh, Three toes? I, I do it all analog. It's uh, on records. Really? <laughs> I buy 145 at 145. Look at that. <laughs> um, well, there's lots of options out there, but today we're going to be talking about a pretty special one to me, and that one is called Stitcher Premium. Okay. So a lot of times when you listen to a podcast, they will go in and they'll give you an ad on something. I don't know if it's like a sofa mattress or stamps.com, et cetera, et cetera. And you can just kind of tell they're just going through the motions. In this case, legit, we are advertising for something that I believe in and I've been a subscriber of for probably a year now. Uh, it's Stitcher Premium and I absolutely love the service. Originally, I was like, what the hell am I gonna pay for podcasting for? But yeah. it turns out this particular company, this particular group has access to an insane amount of podcast material. I originally pulled the trigger because one of my favorite all-time podcasts, which is called Super Ego, yeah. went over there, their entire back catalog. It's sort of this um, rift comedy bits, uh, very original, very creative, very funny. And then when it went there, I was like, well, I, I need it. And so I got the service. What I found was it's paid for itself back beyond that in how much stuff it has. And the one specific thing I'd like to call out is they have tens, I would say hundreds, but probably hundreds of comedy albums. So as a person who does a lot of commuting, I'm always looking for something new and something interesting to listen to. The comedy albums that they have are phenomenal. And it's the I type had no of the idea they were on there. Huge amounts. And it's the type of stuff that I would actually pay for normally yeah. if I like a particular comedian. Uh, classic one that we've talked about before, Kyle Kinane, his back catalog yeah. is on there. Nice. So for me, um, it's it originally seemed weird because so much of what we get from podcasting is free. But Stitcher Premium just opens the doors and it opens the doors even further into back catalogs for podcasts that you can only currently get kind of modern like episodes of. Uh, I have not wavered in my allegiance to them. They're great. Cool. You know what? So you talked to me about it and I signed up last week just because I can watch ad free versions of podcasts I already listened to like Conan. Yep. Brian Needs a Friend, which is an amazing podcast. Um, my favorite murder that Wolverine the Lost Trail is on there you don't got to listen to ads it's amazing and, and that's what I want to try because they also have original material and that's like an original scripted show which that's one I've been meaning to check out so I'll hit that one soon nice yeah but how much does it cost you might ask <laughs> so for only $4.99 a month or the cost of a beef quesarito from Taco Bell <laughs> or for $34.99 a year pretty cheap but it seems like you get a, uh, a pretty good selection of, of options there yeah so if you guys do want to go uh, and sign up go to stitcher.com backslash premium to sign up today it's forward slash is it fuck you in the forward backslash <laughs> not you I just can never tell the difference <clears throat> go to stitcher.com forward slash premium to sign up today and use promo code asteroid factory for one month free on your monthly plan Booyah! That's do perfect. it. Do it. Go to stitcher.com forward slash premium to sign up today and use promo code Asteroid Factory for one month free on your monthly plan. Hey there, guys and gals. Chewy here welcoming you to a- another episode of the Asteroid Factory podcast where nerd knowledge is on point. This is a very special Star Wars re-release for the Asteroid Factory podcast, and I will explain that in a few moments. But before that, I'd like to thank you all for listening. It means the world to us, but I would like to ask you all to share, like, and review our podcast. Also, share your thoughts and ideas with us on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook. Leave us a message at AsteroidFactory.com. If we use your message on air, we will send you something nerdy and awesome. If we use your message as a cold open, however, we might send you something really cool. So think about recording a really bad celebrity impersonation, because we really love those. So let me tell you the story of Neekcast. 
So around the end of 2014, early 2015, James Von Doom, Three Toes of Fury, and myself started talking about recording a podcast. We wanted to know what it would entail. Would it be any fun? So, you know, we just decided to do it. We bought some equipment and we started recording podcasts after work. And we had a lot of fun doing it. We had a lot of fun distributing them. We had a lot of fun promoting them. We had a lot of fun recording them. It was a way for us to get this bottled up energy that we had and passion that we had about the things that we loved recorded and documented. Now, episode 19 of Neatcast was a very special episode. It was an episode that captured the anticipation that we were feeling before the release of The Force Awakens. Now, if you remember back in 2015, it had been 10 years since we got any Star Wars. It was 10 years since The Revenge of the Sith came out. So there was a lot of anticipation, but there was also a lot of hesitant anticipation because we were already slightly burned by the release of the prequels. So what you're about to hear is a podcast where we talk about how excited we were to see a new Star Wars movie and how extremely excited we were to see a whole new cast of characters uh, get added to the franchise and whether or not we were going to see the old characters and yada yada yada. The really cool bonus feature to this podcast is at the end of the cast what you'll hear is some man on the street interviews very much like the man on the street interviews that we just did in the last podcast where we hit up the Chicago toy show. So stick around for those. They're really interesting and please remember back in 2015 we didn't have reserved seating at theaters. So what we did was we got to the show really early and we attacked the line that had already started forming outside for uh, this Force Awakens showing on a preview night. So it's really cool. Um, Stick around for that. Um, And then to give you a little bit of a preview of what next week's episode is going to be, episode 20 will be a re-release of episode 20 of Neatcast as well. But that episode captures us analyzing and breaking down what we had just watched in the theater and what we had just experienced seeing a brand new Star Wars movie for the first time in 10 years. So we're really glad you're listening. Sit back, buckle in, and let me take you to a galaxy far, far away with Neekcast episode 19 re-released as Asteroid Factory podcast episode 19. And like Jar Jar Binks always said, Put your ankles in it. All right. Um, let's be honest. Come on in. We're going to talk about Star Wars. Star Wars yeah. all uh, day long. We talk about the anticipation we are feeling currently <laughs> for one of the most disappointing movies we will ever see. Absolutely. Um, and shortly after this cast, Chewie is going to be killed. Yep. So if yeah. you guys love him, you can send postcards to his uh, widow. Yeah, absolutely. And for parents, you may want to remove your kids from the room. There's a 20 to 30 minute segment where we talk about nut tingling. Nut, the plum rumbles. God <laughs> damn it. <laughs> plum rumbles. But Get them on in here with us. In all, in all seriousness, we talk anticipation and we talk Star Wars and listen in for the end of the cast. We have documented, we will be documenting part of our experience seeing the movie for the first time. Mm. That will be tacked on to the end of the cast, so listen in. So, Star Wars plus Plum Rumbles equals awesomeness. Do it! Do we have a kickoff line? I gotta go to the Tashi station and pick up some power converters!
what we need, cast 19? Number 19. 19. When 900 years old, you reach, look as good, you're not. I said 19, Yoda. <laughs> 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 Sorry. Presented to you by com, where we're uniting passionate fans of comedy. Passionate the fans. After World. hours. We are your host, James Von Doom. I'm Chewy. And three Jazz of Fury on USA Up All Night. Oh! What? Yeah. Oh. <laughs> we definitely have to leave in that soggy biscuit comment. Oh. oh, yeah. What's everyone naked out about? Fucking continuity. Let's all just put it out on the table here. It's a day before the release. I think if we're not naked out about sisters, then... <laughs> So you're yeah. saying the stuff that I have to neek out about before we need Yeah, I don't know what count. this Star Wars nonsense uh, noise was, but... Yeah, come on. I mean, everyone better be ready. Yeah. I, I have not... goes along great with our question, but... We'll <laughs> <laughs> stop by the end of the newscast. <laughs> oh, man. I, 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 uh, all joking aside, I have not neeked out about anything this much, ever. Um, I actually... I was thinking about it like I got the plum rumbles. Like, has anyone ever had those where you're so excited your balls tingle? Like, that's how <laughs> excited I am for this. A, we have to save that for another band name. We re- the, right the plum what? rumbles. That's plum rumbles. I've never heard, and that's the first thing I thought of. Band yeah. name. We yeah. gotta start listing those out. The yeah. plum rumbles. Yeah, like you get a tingling in your nuts, and I'm telling you, like, I have so much energy. Like, I don't know where else. I'm moving away from you slowly <laughs> as you're talking about these feelings in your nuts that you don't know how to relieve. I am There's not no going to There's no you could run in this room. Then. There no is no, no safe zone here. Is that where the midichlorian... That's where mine, <laughs> that's where mine are stored. Yeah. 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 As they should be. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, I, I think I've had uh, nut tingling before and it's usually in other circumstances. But I get you. I feel, dude, yeah. yeah, it is... Fever pitch. I am so fucking stoked. No, no, no game, no movie, no, no CD, nothing. Yeah, has ever been this crazy. And I, I the thing is, I can't think of, and not to jump anywhere like ahead of us, but I couldn't do this with the Phantom Menace or any of those. I was too young, like to actually right. understand yeah. this. Like I was only, I think, uh, twelve when the Phantom Menace came out. <laughs> so. I know. I always. It was three years before I was born that uh, Jedi came out. Like I didn't even. You know that was yeah. that's a bummer, but yeah, yeah. It's and for me, it's been. I have been googling like crazy. Weirdly, up until this morning, and then I like I'm literally on lockdown for the next forty eight hours, I think, or twenty four. Um, but I was. I've been googling like nuts, looking for early. Just I wanted. It's something I wanted more to kind of carry me on early. Not so much reviews because really I don't want a freaking spoiler. Right. But I just want more talk about it more discussion yeah. about it and so and it they've done a good job of locking down anything that's really anything detail based about the movie till today when the embargo yeah. was lifted uh but then we i think all three of us talked because monday night was the premiere and i was like fuck ton i'm gonna be all over that one and so it was beforehand i'm like who's going afterwards i'm looking for twitter feeds fortunately they were very protective of the content and mm-hmm. it was just like you forwarded me. Pat Oswalt had some doozies. Like he said, the ending is like the Arnold oh. best ever. I'm like, that's great. Uh, and just a lot of really positive stuff yeah. that's coming out of it. So that to me has helped me because this, this getting into this week, and the same as you, I'm like, I don't know if it's possible for me to, to freak out anymore. I'm gonna find a way. <laughs> it's yes. through the internet. All I needed yeah. to hear was Gina Davis's seal of approval because there is no crying in baseball. There is. Did she? So, did she like it? She loved it. She gave an audible like approval of the she movie. She was at the premiere. Gina yeah. Davis? I don't even give a shit. Like, how is, 
I, how do they wear? How do they? Well, I think ones? once you're in, you're in. So is it? So yeah. she is in bed with Disney. Last time I was. Actually, uh, she is. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he keeps talking shit about BB-8, so I had a draw display. So for for every other person but the three of us uh, in our secret Neek headquarters, uh, which I of course attended late today, I just turned over my shoulder. And there's a sort of drawing of BB-8 on the dryer. Dra- hey, that's pretty damn <laughs> That says, Chewy, boop, 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 beep, can beep, suck it, beep, which is hilarious. But even funnier is, is someone has uh, animated a, a fart coming no, out. No, that's that, it. That, only comes, be, that only comes from me, and I'm not talking shit about no, BB-8. No. What I'm, what I'm, oh, he's what I'm trying to say is that, is that for some reason, Von Doom loves BB-8 already, and I just keep reminding him. I'm jumping. A lot of people really loved Jar Jar before they saw Phantom mm, Menace. That is, so, that is true. So you really have to be careful. And, and I think I, that's the safest character to love out of the gate. Yeah, yeah. Because they can't talk and very, like, there's many Oh, no, he can't. Did you hear they, in this last preview, he had him talk. He goes, Masa Misa, we going to roll all night long. Woo, doggy. <laughs> but the guy can even take it was, a, was like, a, like an African-American hillbilly on that. <laughs> I was like, I don't know where it's going to go, but I had to stop. What, what, what to go back to what Von Doom said about he wasn't able to live the Phantom Menace experience. You weren't able to live that weird disappointment, right? That 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 I I know I lived through. Dude, I loved it. I was twelve. Yeah, but I mean, I, do we, we did we touch on it last time or not? We maybe offline did, but yeah. There's also that that I think we a lot of us just kind of fooled ourselves. Because there was so much hype for that movie, and yeah. when we get to the question of the day, which we're kind of just dancing around anyway, that's by all means listed in the ones that I could think of. And, and I feel that there was so much hype, and it was another one I caught midnight movie that I, I can't remember because I, I think I blocked out a good amount of that. But I think coming out, of it, like, oh, yeah, that was, it was a great yeah. movie, yeah. great, we loved it. Well, I can't wait to see it again. And yeah, uh, in a time is not. We've talked how it, between the three of the prequels, there's there's things in there that are good, and I do need to revisit it. But it's hard for me to to remember at what point the scales tipped to realizing oh, these first three movies are just not that great. Yeah, I, th- I, I so so going into the Phantom Menace, I remember we have to remember it was a different time. And I read a great article about this. Read that, it as well. I, yeah. I need you. You sent that on the phone, yeah. so I'll read that time. Yeah, it was a different time. There, we did not have internet the way we do today. We we do not have trailers the way we do today. Okay. All we had was the mythology of Star Wars, and we had what we had lived through as children, watching the movies over and over right. and over again, and the re-releases, and then the second re-releases, and... The, the double dip, triple dip, quadruple dip releases on VHS and Laserdisc and... And now, uh, yeah. Like, and, 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 and as a cherry on top, I'll put like hundreds of conversations I had with friends in diners at like, at like, like in, in the early morning talking about the canon and the mythology yes. and, and the stuff that we didn't know and what might be in the movie and what wasn't supposed to be in the movie and... If this wasn't the movie, we wouldn't like the movie. Like it was just hours and hours of that instead of hours and hours of reading articles and watching videos online. Right, which I'm jealous so, of in a way. It's great because if you yeah. think about it, I'd rather listen to your guys' opinion than some douchebag who doesn't know Star Wars and it's just it's his job to go see the movie. Right, and all oh, this movie sucked. It's like no, like he doesn't. I mean, and I get it. They're not all going to have the passion, but like now you can't you can't honestly look. 
online without seeing something about The Force Awakens. That article said, if you type it in on Google, you'll get something like 58.3 million hits. Oh, That's terrible. Like, I don't care. It's crazy. It, it's crazy. It, and to take this, uh, we're going to go down a, a bunch of different rabbit holes in this conversation, taking a slightly different direction, about five, six, seven casts ago, a couple months ago, when we talked about this concept of marketing this movie before yeah. it really kind of hit full on. Oh, yeah. And we're like, what's, with, what's you know acceptable marketing? What's out of scope? Have you guys looked around? Have you opened it's an the scariest thing I've ever seen? It yeah. is it, it, like when we talked about it, and I remember laughing at it because I remember saying there's nothing is out of like bounds and out of touch. This weekend, I opened up the Best Buy ad, and on page two, there's this like R2D2 looking head, and I'm reading about it. I'm like, oh, that's kind of interesting. What is this? Blah blah. It's an R2D2 humidifier for a children's room. Now that it's home to <laughs> us because we have a humidifier. There. Yeah. So I'm laughing at it. I'm like, are you fucking kidding me? This but is what they're marketing. That's okay. Wait, oh, I God. show it to my wife. Ooh, she wanted it, and she's like. I can see that's just like that's pretty cool. She's not into Star Wars that much. She's she's totally on board with this whole thing. She's been talking to me a lot a lot about it. She's like, but yeah, engaged. It turns out our kid loves Star Wars. He hasn't seen it yet, but he's so into R two D two. And I was just like, so the most weird random thing that I just started cracking up at, it's some viable. And everywhere you go, it, this movie is marketed. I, yeah. I walked into Kohl's the other day and I got dick punched by Star Wars. <laughs> I'm, I'm not kidding. I look. Like a wall of female clothes with Star Wars. I turn a wall of males, and then I turn another corner, and it is a Darth Vader holding a Chicago Bears blanket. They, it's like Chicago Bears, Star Wars: The Force Awakens. Like it, it angered me a bit. Like I get, I get it because yes. you have your sports fans who can like kind of be nerdy, but at the same time, like to me, that's worse than Taco Bell Jar Jar Bean cups. Like you're not you're you're, you're mixing food and whatever yeah. that makes sense, but like the bears and the fucking Star Wars movie. Yeah, but you bought it. it. I bought it. You put it. Yeah. In the I car. did not buy it's it. It's in your fucking car, Sir. so you can go into the uh, the express lanes of the highway, which have more than two people in the car. That's not really a normal yeah. thing. Uh, yeah. Well, there's, there's a lot of stuff out there. Well, well, what do you have to say then to um, Steven Spielberg came out and tweeted something or wrote something that said uh, JJ um, or the the Force Awakens needs to make. X amount of dollars in uh, the box office, and JJ is scared, like shitless about that. that. And that that was pretty much his. his For real? Yeah. No. no. Yeah. Well, first off, anytime a studio or a studio person or anybody says how much a money a movie needs to make to be profitable, it's just always bullshit. It's always, always like, bullshit. but they uh, they upsell how much they spent, they upsell how much they promoted, and then they multiply that number times ten oh, yeah. and say, well, we won't be profitable to this. That's all bullshit. The money they make for Yeah. This movie is already earmarked. They said to make two hundred million this weekend. Uh, whatever the highest number is, it'll make it. Yeah. That's in my opinion, and it will continue to make. But it. But does it even have to? It, is it even about this movie anymore? It, you know what? That's a great point because it's the Disney model, and it probably isn't because the movie's a vessel, but everything else that they're going to make money off of. I mean, it's fucking yeah. because he created that world with the toys and Kenner, and really, because it, it, there's no stopping this juggernaut. This movie, yeah. let's say it didn't make anything this weekend, which is impossible, but let's say it didn't, it's still going to make money on Christmas forever. weekend. The only reason this movie, I guarantee you, this movie is going to make the, it needs to make how much? I don't 1.5 know. billion. Yeah, hit a billion within like a month. I give, I give it, I give it two or three weeks. And the reason I say that is because what movie is the biggest grossing movie of all time now? Sadly, Jurassic Park. Yeah. Jurassic World, and it was a good movie. It was not great. Jurassic World has overcome Avatar. Oh yeah, okay. it's overcome. Uh, yeah, it has. I don't. I think Avengers. Still, because wasn't Avengers. It, it was Avengers Two was the yeah, highest. No, no. And I think Jurassic. I think Jurassic, and then Jurassic beat it, and then Marvel did like a cool thing it. where. 
They acknowledge. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The thing that bothers, or the, the thing that I, a reason I think Star Wars will win, you have, why did Jurassic World do so great? You had an, a nostalgic film yep. that was getting mediocre to okay reviews. Right. So it was getting like sevens, and people were like, you know what, this movie isn't bad. Guys, you got to see it. Star Wars is getting eights and nines and tens like yes. out of the gate, and this there's no more there's nothing more nostalgic than Star Wars. And this movie will everybody love it, right? Yeah. Yes, everybody, everybody. I mean, look at the generations. Look at the generations in this room. Look at the fact that I have, like I said, I have a three year old son who hasn't even he's never even seen Star Wars. He's seen bits and pieces of cartoons. It's all he talks about. It's weirdly in the zeitgeist of everything and everywhere. Yeah. And even people who aren't that big of fans. I reference my wife. There's a guy I work with. Today he said, hey, if I haven't seen all the movies, can I go see this? I'm like, first off, stop talking to me. Why haven't you seen all the movies? I'm like, which ones have you seen? He's like, no, I never was a real fan. I'm like, how is that possible? Yeah. But even he's like, he's like asking me, should I go see it? I'm like, of course, you can go see it. It's a new series. It's got some canon. So it's, it's, it's like, this is, I have never, yes. to my, but again, we and so we talked a little bit, Chewy, about, um, as we'll get into the question, the idea of anticipation, it's hard to remember anticipation. Yeah, it is. Up and let down. It really because is. Because we as Neeks live in that world. We are constantly in that world of being energized about yeah. something, talking about it ad nauseum, yeah. uh, receiving it, enjoying it, liking it, maybe liking it, maybe not liking it, and then chucking it into the pile of either rewatchability yeah. or revisitability, and then moving on. So it's, that's a, it's a tough thing to grasp. But right now, dude, never. I, I'm with you. Not even I am, It is so... Crazy, and the thing is, like you, like for me, like if this happened five years ago, I would have watched that trailer you told me not to. Like I would have been on it. I would have watched it a hundred times to pick apart. And I'm glad I didn't either. Like I, I think I finally got to like I'm almost thirty, and I'm getting to that point where like I now I respect movies for what they should be. And you know, I mean, I'm not gonna say I'm any less of uh, a maniac for these things because I goddamn every time I go to IMDb, I want to click the trailer, but. Like, it's just this movie has that mystery, and I love... I'm so proud of J.J. Right. No one knows anything! Is that crazy? And that's the best part. That's why, like, the Superman trailer oh. bummed me out. Right? Everything about it was okay. Right. Just leave that last 20 seconds off. Right. And, then, and we, t- we talked... I'm glad you brought that up, because it's a perfect segue. We talked about... It had dropped the most recent Bad vs. Soup trailer, yes. which is all I'm going to ever call that movie, dropped during our last cast. You guys yeah. told me about it. I went home and watched yeah. it that night. And I was like, I actually, because it's getting fairly shit on by a lot of people. Really? Mostly. I think I think there's a fair amount of nerds just kind of have it in for DC and in for this movie. Uh, it, I, there was a lot of like I thought that the trailer where they do the um, the beginning introduction between Bruce and Clark at the party is such a great written scene. It's snarky. It's great. It immediately puts them in this kind of adversarial movement. Then you bring in uh, what's his name, uh, Lex. But I love that scene. It's a perfect trailer scene. It's good. It doesn't give anything away. So great. But then you also have to throw in stuff from Act Two, Act Three. Give us the bad guy. All this other stuff. I'm like, fucking stop. Pump the brakes. You're gonna be fine. We know how the movie ends. JJ knew it going into this. Now I haven't seen the last couple trailers. Certainly the Asia one that's supposed to give stuff away. But he protected his information because he knows he's gonna get people in the seats. Oh, it doesn't matter. And so. it's it's this handled so well, and that's the thing that bothers me even more from DC. Those people, I don't give a shit who you are on this earth. You know who Batman is, and you know who Superman is, and you will see the film. Like I'm not saying it's going to do as good as Star Wars. I'm just saying people it's make will a ton come. Of money. Yes, They're, it's going to make the hundreds of millions, probably billions. And it's like just just let us have some mystery. Right. Like. I don't know. I, and I think it's great that the Marvel trailer. Hopefully, they don't do much with Civil War. Like no. they they reveal. 
Black Panther and I think that's it. Maybe yeah. the only did they did they show Panther in suit? Yes. Then I haven't seen for that for fifteen seconds. Oh, are we yeah. Interested? We well, the one we watch. He's in it literally for ten seconds. Oh wow. He's standing there and I think he's running after a car. Like nice. that's all you see. All right. I don't want to know who else. Like I don't want to know any other cameos. Like no, just leave me with that. There's gotta be a fair amount to, for the party lines on each side. Yeah, so I don't want to know who's on whose side. Well, well, with it with Star Wars: The Force Awakens, it seems this seems to be the most elegant mm. handling of um, leaking information about right. the movie. And I think the Chinese, and it's a Chinese trailer, right? I think Japanese. Japanese. I heard it was Chicken to China, the Chinese. Trailer. <laughs> the 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 Asian trailer. Right. Um, Racist. Think back to the to the trailer that came out before that. People were saying the same thing, like, oh, I don't know if you want to watch it. And then think back to the trailer before that. People were saying, oh, I, don't, I don't think you want to watch it. It's almost like they drilled a rabbit hole into mm-hmm. Spoiler Town and, and gave the audience the choice of how far they wanted to drill but early on they, but they really didn't show much i still don't know shit i don't i don't know a thing and early on i thought they locked it down i thought after the second full trailer that dropped mm-hmm. about a month ago they said that's it that's all you're gonna see that's yes. on purpose but that, that's not what happened because they've had different variants on yeah. tv they have this china one and they know that and it's all on purpose you 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 have to know that there's a room of Dudes in black suits, like orchestrating. Glad you added suits to. They just rub their hands together, like yes, right. I mean, they know. I mean, they're playing us. Mm -hmm. Yeah, sons of bitches. We're all pawns. I won't be their pawn. I'm taking the blue pill, Neo. Yeah. They. I mean, they. Spoon, bitch. I was. I was listening to. I don't know if you heard the Nerdist uh, interview that just dropped with Kathleen Kennedy. It just dropped today, which is hilarious because like we've been talking about her randomly. Like I like her. I was. (laughs) I was. like I, I listen to a lot of podcasts, and I wasn't listening to anything Star Wars related. And I'm driving to work today, going like, "There has to be something Star Wars related out there. Like someone has to be taking 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 advantage of this." I'm like, "Chris Hardwick, you better be doing it." And I hate to start nervous. And I'm like, "Kathleen Kennedy is like the perfect interview for him to grab right it's now." It's the only one too. Yeah, right. And, and she's the only one really doing any press. Yeah. JJ's not. Like everyone's kind of that's really good. That's a good point. The actors, a lot of the actors say, oh, "We saw it, we like it," but of course they're going to say yeah. that. Yeah. So that's an interesting point. So yeah. Did you listen to it? I only listened to like the first fifteen minutes of it. Um, she spoiled maybe, the maybe even less. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but but he asks her. He he said he's like, "Are you the type of person that buys a gift for someone and just can't wait and just gives the gift to the person like 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 before the holidays or before your birthday?" And she's like she's like no. And then they started talking about the whole. Um, idea of spoilers and and kind of unveiling what's going to happen and she stated that everyone involved in this movie really does respect the fact that no one wants to this experience to be ruined for them and like all the actors the directors the producers like everyone i mean from the people that are doing lighting to like everyone knows that no one wants this to be spoiled for anyone. Which and, is so fucking yeah, respectful. Yeah, it's <laughs> great. So, so, so drilling down to the the viewer experience, I'm gonna see this movie multiple times. I'll see it once opening night. Second time opening night. Second time opening night. So, the second or third or fourth time I see this movie is gonna be with people who haven't seen it yet, and that's gonna I'm, be awesome. And no, those are the ones we spoil it for. Yeah, the loved ones who <laughs> this is going on the friend explodes. I'm sorry. <laughs> But I, but I really do think I I'm. They uh, killed our two. But I really do think I'm going to walk we in. We love you, little boo boo boo. He can speak. Spoilers. <laughs> this gets lowered down into a van. <laughs> yeah. The metal figure comes out of the. He looks out of his oh. arms. 
<laughs> but I mean, I, I really think I'm going to go into those um, experiences of seeing it second and third and fourth time with people who haven't seen it with a straight face. Like, I'm going to really try to give them, like... Got to. That's going to be... They're going to ask you challenge. if you liked it. I'm going to be... I'll probably be like Harrison Ford. Like, yeah, it's good. I saw it. So you're not going to be the guy behind me at the concert who's singing every song that the band is singing? No. One lyric ahead of them? No. Thank you for being not yes. being that guy. Yeah, no, I'm going to have to punch myself in the leg. I mean, like, I'm going to... Because I'm going to, like, two days later with my mom, who is, like, the biggest Star Wars fan. That's awesome. I know. The best thing ever. Yeah. And my cousin, who I just... I sat her down over... Uh, two months and made her watch the original trilogy. Bring it on. I'm like, you got to do it. I love you. If you love me, you'll do this. <laughs> so she did, and she she enjoyed all three. Awesome. Now she's a Star Wars fan awesome. forever. Um, so yeah, I'm going to be that guy. Like, I I mean, no, it's it's okay. Yeah, rain it in, rain it in, rain it in. Yeah, yeah, no, and I it's funny you say that. I read that New York Times article. I think it was the New York Times, and it said spoiler-free review. I didn't read much of it, but they said even the people who got to see the movie on Monday. There's, there's never been a movie where they understand and respect the fact that people don't want to know about it. Yes, and that's, and I, I think that when I started to skim the Twitters, I was actually scared to even do that. But I think I got that exact vibe, which was like, they probably said something to the people in theater ahead of time. Of course, Kathleen came out. Oh, yeah. yeah. So I'm sure they, they gave them, but really, once people get into the wild, it's fucking wild west out there on the internet. People are going to say and do whatever they want, and there's a shit ton of trolls. But I got the vibe from every tweet I read, and it was a handful, that they're just like they're just giving you a feel for yes I liked it and not everyone was a thousand percent liked it a couple were like yeah it's, it's good uh, actually several were I think they they put it somewhere after Star Wars slash Empire in in the pecking order which in itself is a huge boon of respect you shit start yeah to, start to bump out the original trilogy but zero spoilers really, and I got that vibe which is that everybody involved when Kevin Smith let on um, I, think I mentioned like about a month ago in a podcast yeah. he let on he got to see it early which he really did ahead of everybody. And he would say nothing other than this is, he got that feeling of childhood. And I was like, that's it. That's great. That's, that's, yeah. that's what we want. So yeah. that's. And I, and I have to bring this up because I know we've talked about this um, off cast. George Lucas. Oh. And God. his. And his um, could not be more professional, could not be more on board. <laughs> you know what? Could not be more of a mouse. I don't, I don't think I've heard anything from him. Yeah. He is. I mean, we just all have to just his, pay respect. His, his diarrhea of the mouth. Um, Diary comes from I his think it's on purpose because like if you look at the shots of like the red carpet yeah. and, and you look at all like uh, uh, like the camaraderie that's going on between uh, JJ and George Lucas and Steven Spielberg and Kathleen Kennedy all wrapped around this Star Wars explosion it's almost feels now like like all of that stuff was kind of leaked slowly to kind of start that conversation to get even more people amped up about that old aspect. <laughs> they just pulled George in the room. George, you're going to need you to be a huge fucking dick. Okay? <laughs> it's gonna, I, I think I can do that. It's going to drum up a lot of attention, but people are going to hate you more. Like, well, <laughs> shit. I mean, if I'm going to get paid more, I guess. <laughs> you got points on the back end. Okay. Yeah. I mean, I mean, that's a conspiracy theorist side of my brain. Ah, it's but, beautiful. But... I don't know. I mean, it's the equivalent of the, uh, the conversation, not to get political, that Trump is actually on, uh, yeah. uh, what's her name, side, Clinton's side, and he's playing oh, yeah. everybody against each oh, other. Oh, my yeah. gentle Jesus. That's, that's, God, I'd love it to be true. What, so, would, what would rustle more feathers? Um, George Lucas walking in to Force Awakens, walking out saying, um, now I can finally rest easy that my movie is in the hands of a great director, or George Lucas uh, spilling uh, mouth diarrhea 
to a uh, another media outlet going like, oh, I don't know if I want to see this movie. It scares me. It feels like my daughter's being raped by a wookies. I don't think he said that. No, no, what's better is is that the original line that he said was so fucking perfectly passive aggressive when when pressed for an answer and Kathleen originally said like, oh, he liked it. And then there was quickly backpedal, backpedal. And he was like, I think the fans will like it. It's what the fans want. It was this wonderful line where he didn't answer the question. He gave no opinion whatsoever. Yeah. And he just like said, oh, it's what you guys want. And I was like, you fucker. Like, that's yeah. what you're going to say. But yeah. at the same time, I'm like, and, and I'm I'm going to take devil's advocate and take his side. Let's say there's no conspiracy whatsoever. He's in a weird position that he has been shit on mostly right for yeah. many years since, for what he did. Since, for, since, for, since the fandom? 17, yeah, 16 years. Uh, 1999. Right. Yeah. But, so now he's he's handed it off to somebody else and they're doing it. He's kind of in a weird position of to see what he has and what he wanted and what he did and then somebody else takes it and no matter what they do with it, it's going to be something different than maybe he wants or is used oh, to. Absolutely. So he, there, there'll be some level of like, shit, somebody else says it. There's also the other aspect which is really difficult for people to step up to the plate and say is, Fucking JJ, and I'm saying this without seeing the movie, took it and did it right. And I'm, I believe that's what yeah. I'm going to come out and say. And to see that, and to see somebody else take what you created, and, and fucking hats off to him. He created this, he gave us this world. He didn't know when to step away and have others come in and play. Yeah. So that's that's where he's in a weird position. So I'm not sure what his play is all around, or even if he has one. Yeah. And that's why I'm just like, ah, oh, fuck it. If, if he really did say that and he really felt it, it's kind of an asshole move. Wasn't not, JJ. At 16 years old, like an intern for Kathleen Kennedy. And she them. said that in the uh, premiere yeah. thing, which was awesome. Yeah. So, like, I mean, think about it. George Lucas looks at this this kid who, like, cleaned up some of his good friends' freaking home videos, yes. like, one summer. Yes. Comes in, takes the reins on, on something that he created. His and, baby. Yeah. But, and J.J.'s kind of been and on that path. Yeah, I mean, he was an abusive great. father, and that baby needed to be taken away. <laughs> George Lucas knew when to step away. He did in the original trilogy. He knew exactly when to step away. He's like, like, I'm going to kick it off and I'll hand it off to my buddies. Do you guys? You both gave him that voice. No, this is even better. Damn you, it's even better. It's, yeah, it's like a twenties villain. Yeah, he's he's turning the mustache. Yeah. You must pay the rent. I'll tie Luke to the train tracks. Uh, he did because he didn't direct two he, or three, did he? No, no, he didn't. No, and then written by I think it was a uh, and that came up as well in um, Kathleen's premiere thing. The guy who's co-writing this, he's such a good writer. Kardashian? No, it's um, Kardashian. Kardashian? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Uh, he, he did Raiders. He did Raiders of the Lost Ark. Yeah. I, I need to IMDb that guy more because he's, I, every time I hear his name, I'm like, this guy's written like everything I love. So if yeah. he co-wrote well, this. Kennedy's produced everything you love too. Which is, did yeah. he write a movie about an archaeologist that could have been out of the entire film and nothing would have changed that writer? What are you talking about? Yeah. You know that's true. No. You ever, you ever see that? If you took Indiana Jones out of Indiana Jones... Um, and there is a lost ark. Everything would have happened regardless of him being there or not. Okay, I just want to make sure I understand what's happening here. Are you disparaging even in the slightest? I'm just saying. I know. I just need you to answer this before I come across this table. No, I'm not saying. I thought shit it. gets real. Just if real. you don't, if you don't like, I love. I do. Yes, I do. <laughs> I do. <laughs> Both. Actually, I liked all three of them. Of course, I liked. Uh, well, I, I I liked them the first time I watched them. I was young. I grew to love them because you I loved all three of them, not counting Last Crusade, correct? I love Last Crusade. That's pretty amazing. Dude, you're thinking of Crystal Skull. 
Yeah. No, I was, you I don't love Sean? No, I was trying to make it really bad. Cross, cross <laughs> the table <laughs> now, good joking. sir. Yeah. Um, so, okay, so fair enough. Fair enough, but that's that's another key thing. So he stepped away, He and it, it worked. It that, worked that, that's, that's when he had, that's when he, I think he had like, I'm a human being. I think that went away for, for the for the, yeah. the new children. I really do. And like, what does he know? Yeah. I don't know what he thinks he is. Maybe he's, he's a, maybe he's a gungan. <laughs> well, yeah. He's got me a boss on I can see him doing that shit. He's got that seagull, like. The thunder jowls, dude. Uh, well, you know, we should get to the oh the yeah, combat check, questions. Yeah, check. Holy cow! Go ahead. Yeah. We uh, yeah, we have roughly eleven minutes. And what is the combat question? I don't know. You don't know what? What is the most anticipation that you felt for any form? I mean, you're just up to no, 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 no. For <laughs> no. any for, for any film for any for any movie before before the Force Awakens movie prior to Force Awakens in yes. your memory, what have you felt the most anticipation right. for? So any movie. I'll start by talking about the most anticipated podcast. Oh, I told you. I told you. I do want to throw it out there. We gotta rip up that shit before he gets in the door. I'm like, no, I never go first. I'll go first because I had a tough time with it. Uh, but I do want to throw out there that. Um, Nerdist is supposed to no, that's supposed to. They hooked up with QT Quentin Tarantino yeah. about a week ago. Oh, she really? Dropping the next week or so. What? So really looking forward to it. Nice. Uh, I we talked about this already. I had a hard time with this. It's a great question. We live in a world of anticipation. Everything that I Almost thought too of, much anticipation. Yeah. kind of, yeah. and everything I thought of, it's hard for me to go back into the childhood because there's so much about that. Um, but everything I could come up with is all about a sequel. So I'm going to throw it out there because everything yeah. I came up with, everything on my list involves sequels. Yeah. So I will counter with if anybody can come up with one that was like a first run type of movie, that would be awesome to hear about. But the ones that just immediately I had to rattle out were, of course, Empire Strikes Back because of Star Wars. Temple of Doom because Raiders. Raiders, <sighs> Raiders is, for me, and I'll be all one of, if not the well, maybe second greatest uh, movie experience ever is like a kid going to the theaters. So I had those. I had Phantom Menace. I then thought about directors that impressed me so much and their follow-up features. So things like Kevin Smith's Mallrats, because yeah. they're falling in love with Clerks. Um, and so I couldn't come up with another one was Tarantino with Foxy Brown. Yeah. And I also then I started going this direction of disappointment, the build-up and the disappointment. Foxy Brown's a good example. Yeah. Not Foxy Brown. Uh, so, uh, Jackie yeah, Brown. Jackie, Jackie Brown. 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 Come on. So, Jackie Brown. Right. So, that's a perfect example. We've talked about it because I've revisited it since because of your interest in it. Yeah. I really like it. But yeah. at the time, it was like Pulp Fiction yeah. was untouchable. Yeah. I'm like, what's he going to do next? And I thought that was a huge misstep at the time because I wanted yeah. Pulp Fiction. And then he comes back with Kill Bill, which is still like the best. You so, know what's weird about Jackie Brown is, is the fact that I had a little bit of a Phantom Menace experience seeing that movie too where I saw it being super anticipated then walked out going like, ah, not what I expected. But then went back and watched it and fell in love with it. Go back and watch Phantom Menace and you want to shoot yourself. Yeah. Again. <laughs> so that's... Gone, yeah. No, same thing happened to me with Jackie Brown. I watched, not in theaters, on Blue... I would never saw Pulp Fiction before. Uh-huh. I loved it. One of still is one of my favorite movies of all time. And then my cousin was like, "You got to watch all the Quentin Tarantino movies." I watched like in one week. It was like Reservoir Dogs, uh-huh. Pulp Fiction, and then it was Jackie Brown. I was like, "What the fuck is this?" Like, right. it still is a good movie. Like, yeah. I didn't hate yeah. it, but it, I didn't get it. I didn't get it as much as I got the other ones. And right? it, it, it is it's a good. A, it's, it's a different a movie for him. It's the Elmore Leonard uh, source material and it's just him taking on a different thing and it and it's his movies are always very different but there's something about that one at the time yeah. that I can revisit. So anyway, to make a long story short, I'm hitting all these different sequels and thinking of all the hype. The one I picked, I don't feel good about but I feel very, I have very strong feelings because we talked about earlier about how we've evolved with trailers and things like that. Yeah. My pick 
is the first one I can remember that gave us a trailer so far in advance of the movie and was so exciting to me. And then when the movie came, it was okay, but I honestly, I'm not, I don't hold it in that high regards. So the pick I have, and again, I don't feel great about it, but it is Independence Day. Because Independence Day, when they dropped the trailer of the White House blowing up, yeah. that effect looked so amazing. And sci-fi, this was well into the love of sci-fi. I was like, this is going to be the greatest science fiction movie ever made. And it's a fun popcorn movie, but yeah. they showed us that trailer a year before. And so by the I time the movie came, remember that, yeah. mm-hmm. and so by the time that. that movie came, I was like, yeah. I can't wait, I can't wait. I was like, oh, it's okay. So I think for that one, it was just because I, I can remember the window very, very vividly of this huge gap of time. That it was, uh, that's that's the one that I came up with. So, so I got it's a good pick. It is. I, I did not see that shit coming yeah, at all. <laughs> yeah, all right. Um, for me, I I had a hard time with this one too. It's like you say, it, and I don't know if it's work. I don't want to say it's harder for me, but like I play video games avidly, and like I started to mix movies and video games together, and it was horrible because there was a time for sure where video games were more important. Um, now I'm switching back to movies. But that's like I think a regular cycle that a lot of that a lot yes. of that a lot of neeks go through. It's like it's like you're really gaming, you're really gaming, then like you're 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 just diving into. Flick I want to relax. Flick after flick. Yeah. yeah, it is. But I I feel now that I'm up. starting to feel these games a little bit more, I, like I get it because because the, the level of of thought that goes into these games and the story behind. I mean, they're you're there. They're amazing. You're there. Yeah. You're amazing. Really oh yeah. I mean, the Uncharted is a perfect example. Oh. Like storylines, it's just such a better game than Tomb Raider. Anyway. Um, <laughs> so for <laughs> I was thinking as well, um, like uh, sequels for me, um, one of the biggest ones for me, um, I was um, big into Harry Potter. I still think they are some of the greatest films for my, for my generation. They're probably right up there with like Lord of the Rings as far as quality goes. And I remember the last one, Deathly Hallows. Part two, I remember waiting in a like 200-person line at Marcus Theaters in Addison. That's right. Like, waiting to go in. Great time. Um, and it was like a close second. For me, it was um, the first Avengers. Um, unquestioned. Like, that again, like it was a culmination of years of waiting. Yes. And it, it, it promised to be what I wanted. I thought the first Iron Man was great. But then every yeah. movie after that was good. But I'm like, there could be so much more. And the Avengers was there, and I was like, this is it. I could feel it. And it, thankfully, it did not waste my energies like the Phantom oh, Menace. Through. You know, it came through. It was like an epic blockbuster. And, you know, and it was almost outdone by the second Avengers. Waiting in line with you was awesome. And I love the movie. I don't give a shit what people say. Like, I get it was a little cluttered. But it was a great. It was experience. a great flick. It's yeah. fun. You know, it's a lot of fun, and, and it holds up. I mean, I actually have been watching it again in bits and pieces just one at a time, and I still, man, I find so much fun in that. It's it's all you know what. That's my fear is what I'm telling you. I, we've probably probably got there. These movies are being held in too high of regard. They're great movies. Like for what it is, it's like an eight or nine out of ten. But we're also, I think we're we're now we're being bombarded with not only the amount of like superhero and comic book based movies, but just kind of action movies in general. And so I don't want to go too far of a tangent, but this week, like I watched uh, trailers dropped for Star Trek and ID Four, the sequel. Oh yeah. And in both cases, in the Star Trek one, I should be so jazzed for because I, I do enjoy the reboots a lot. It's like hey, they look like okay action flicks. Yeah. And we got to talk about that. Remind we got to we'll circle Star back. Trek. Yeah. yeah we'll circle back. Um, I'm just going to come out and say it. Sisterhood of the Traveling Pants. I read the book 
and I loved the flick. Do you know I, how close I was to saying to saying Jupiter ascending? <laughs> it was right there. It really was. Jupiter ascending. Sister was, I actually yeah. did want to see I mean, Jupiter ascending. I, I think it's a good <laughs> picture because I am a fan of robot pants, and yeah. I'm assuming that's what it is. This, this, this is some nice robot pants. No, some um, nice uh, ass in that one. Well, to be, to be that's something uprising. <laughs> it's a boner joke. So there was a period of time where I was feeling anticipation for a lot of movies coming out. I remember like a period of time, very close period of time where it was like Dawn of the Dead came out and Kill Bill 2 came out mm. and Passion of the Christ came out. There's a lot of anticipation about all these crazy uh, theater experiences. This was like right before 3D kind of popped. Um, but I'm going to go with Grindhouse because I was so amped up to, to sit in that experience yes. to see a double feature for the first time in my life. Um, I had never seen a double feature. I'd never, I had never been to a... Um, drive in and seen a double feature so i just wanted that experience and it was two of my favorite directors at the time um tarantino and rodriguez i only say at the time because rodriguez is kind of yeah i respect him now more for other things yep. um just because it, some of his and last Ray, projects the been, director show i mean yeah he's in and he's still very yeah. prolific and you can just go back and, and chirp yeah. he's got some amazing stuff yeah so no question but i was so amped up to see Grand House in the theaters, and it, yeah, and, and, and it was a great thing. experience, but I did leave that a little disappointed too. It's probably because it was so, um, what's the word? Uh, it was so it was tiring. Yeah, like it was it was a two feature experience, and because with a lot of trailers, the one with the car sucked. I I, I love, Death I actually Proof. love Death, Death Proof. Proof. Yeah, 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 Death Proof. Yeah. For what it is, but it is his weakest feature. Yes. And I really think Planet Terror yes. is amazing. One of his weakest features. Oh, I mean, did you think that holds up against what year, what Desperado? Year did that Can you tell me? I, we, uh, I, it feels like, like because he, he did. Did he do both Machete and Machete Returns? I feel oh like my he did. god, he did. He did. He I did. lost a lot of respect. No, but he the did. problem is, I, I think it it's kind of started to set him too. on this path where he's. He got a little too. Holy shit! Did he really? Yeah. And so I think he. I think that the, the scale started a tip there where he started to lose some of his creativity and spy his kids. tone and yeah. his and spy kids against him. And then just kind of get into I'm putting something together piecemeal and it, all right because because I felt of the two movies Planet Terror was stronger because I too had not a real solid um, relationship with Death Proof which is ridiculous because I fucking. Love Kurt Russell. Kurt Russell, baby. I yeah. love the One car. Of the best. I love the fucking middle scene where he crashes head. There's on. moments like, of brilliance. There's in that potential. Movie. Yeah. There's lots of potential, but it was kind of piecemeal. That it didn't even feel like it was as hack of a grindhouse flick as they yeah. were kind of going for. It felt more art house. But so same yeah. goes for Planetary. Planetary had some pretty good points within it and some fun visuals and some fun stuff, but it still it kind of just started to feel a little bit like a little too easy. Yeah. So, yeah. Uh, I, but I love the pick. Grindhouse yeah. is a really good one, and actually, Kill Bill too. When as soon as you said it, I'm like, I had so much anticipation for that because of all of the love for Kill Bill. That's 1. what I might have picked if I didn't pick Grindhouse. That's that because I saw Kill Bill two, I think five or six times. In the theater. And I gotta pose this question, you know, like, is Kill Bill two considered a letdown film? No, oh, not even by a second. No, no, no. Only, only in the sense that I thought the first one was better, like. First, yeah. Well, the first one's more visceral, and the second one. The challenge with the first yeah. one ends on doesn't it end on the House of Blue Leaves? Yeah. And so, yeah. And so that fight with the crazy eighties. Oh my god! Is that is so epic and so. Amazing. And that's my point. Like, not that dude. I thought Kill, Kill Bill's my favorite. I love Quentin Tarantino. I love yeah. Paul Fiction. Kill Bill's untouchable. 
It will never be better. But, but Kill, like Kill Bill Two, I think I feel like Kill Bill Two kind of pulled pulled it back a little bit, and you got into some more of the personal interactions and stuff, and and even the ending, which I think was so amazing because I was expecting this massive, huge ending, this huge brawl, and just how they did it all in the dialogue based, and you got to see some of fucking Bill's great dialogue. Uh, didn't he did the whole soliloquy about? Superman is yeah. Ken Clark, Ken, uh, Clark Kent's disguise. Clark Kent is his disguise, and that's how yeah. he sees us as weak. Like it's just so beautiful, and then the whole five finger death punch. So it's uh, to me those those two I hold them in equal regard, and I I, I always kind of view it as a single movie, even they though should. it's not. Are they releasing it in a single film or no? Um, we'll have to talk about that in another cast because that's a completely other uh, yeah. conversation. But to end this cast, I will talk about. Uh, I, that grindhouse will be replaced for me if they do step forward with Kill Bill Three. I, I, my head might explode. Yeah, and you, you caught that he's teased that he's with well, the, the, the internet's jumped all over it. He just said some quotes about it's not out of the realm of impossibility. He just would have more yeah. age, and they look at him and things. Uh, I, I'm not sure I want him to go back to that well, but yeah. I'll, I'll take the ride. I'll buy the yeah. ticket and take the ride. Yeah, I'm just not sure. Yeah, yeah. yeah. All right, yeah. so uh, we got to get some sleep. We've got yeah. a long couple days ahead of us because we're going to be casting shortly after tomorrow night, bitches. Oh, yeah. And, Next uh, week. Yeah. Yeah, early. Good. Yeah. But that point, we'll have all seen it a good 12 times. At least <laughs> two or three times. Yeah. And uh, we'll do our live action reenactment. So yeah. I'll bring in my Force Effects lightsaber if you need me. I'm going to be the BB 8. Ooh, guys and gals, check out theneekportal.com. It is your portal to all things neek, which includes killer blogs, neek casts, and event calendars. Go there to vote on our most recent neek on. Neek Combat Question. Listen, share, and review our podcast through SoundCloud, iTunes, and Stitcher. Follow us on Twitter for up-to-the-minute coverage of what we need out about. And don't forget, this week, watch a movie, read a comic, and do some gaming. I'm Chewy. I'm Three Toes Fury. And I'm James Von Doom. And remember, until the robots rise up, put your ankles in it! Stardate, December 17th, 7.30pm. Chewy is checking in from the movie theater about three hours out from our first time seeing The Force Awakens. The excitement is uh, palpable. I'm palpable. so excited. <laughs> I, I, I'm actually pretty excited. I'm, I'm sweating through my shirt. Um, but I'm sitting here with... I've got the plum nuts. Plum Radar Rider. Plum Rubbles. Three Toes. And Von Doom. What's... It? What's everyone thinking? What are you feeling? I, I have a tingle in my nuts. Uh, I'm feeling awesome because we were really trepidatious about how many people would be here. And we are now, so we're at this IMAX screening. It should have been the first one. It's kind of the second. Uh, and we're only about 50 or 60 deep. So I'm pleased as punch. We're going to be all right. Nice. And we all brought uh, black blankets to cover ourselves so they don't notice that we're going to stick around for the 130 in the same theater. <laughs> oh, I, th I thought you were going to do a, a spanking off joke there. No, I did no, too. No. This is a professional kiss, sir. Professional. <laughs> well, I have to rethink my comment. <laughs> oh. Because I wet my shorts seeing how short the line was and uh, it's going to be a wet next four and a half hours. <laughs> such a good one. It's going to be It's going to be a moist Star Wars. <laughs> Maybe nice. a little racist. <laughs> nice. So three toes. Um, describe the scene here at the theater, day before release of Force Awakens, mere hours before we see the flick. The um, the smell of Cheeto dust is palpable. 
Palpatine? Pal- Pal- <laughs> I made that joke earlier. Because yeah. <laughs> you used the word palpable. <laughs> uh, it's, it's pretty awesome. Wait, do I see I see somebody in a cloak. Do you see the cloak? I do not. Okay, you gotta look over your left shoulder. See over there? He's wearing oh, a cloak. First, I mean, well, first cosplay I see besides our own Von Doom. So Von Doom, we describe what Von Doom's wearing? We have not. Okay. Do you wanna describe it like we're like uh like we're covering a red carpet? Yes. Yeah. How did how, how did you get new glasses in a in a plastic bag? Did you bring those? I'll tell you how I got plastic bag. She handed me one that she had her grubby fingers all over, that were covered with Cheeto dust. And I said, "Where can I get new glasses?" She directed us to a desk. I didn't even ask. I just reached around and started grabbing. Can we get some more? Totally. I'll make that move. Pause that. Excellent. Keep them in a secret drawer. I went up and I was like, "This is kind of a big day for my friends. New glasses, of course." <laughs> So let's continue um, describing what Von Doom looks like today. So I am very pleased, and I'm going to turn it over to our new contestant. Please describe Von Doom's outfit, Mr. Radar Rider. Well, uh, it's quite furry in spots, and 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 I'm not just speaking. (laughs) Yeah, I'm not just speaking about his grooming habits. Uh, it's it's really plush. I, you wanna you wanna read? It, if we had the feelomatic working here, it would really. I want to just take excellent. off my shoes and run my toes through it. But yeah. you bring up a great point, which is you know, little make a little fist with your feet. Yeah, that's right. Best Christmas movie ever. What I hadn't noticed until now, and it's something that was brought up earlier by Chewy, is that Von Doom's facial hair fucking blends so well oh, with the Chewbacca jacket, yeah. which is high quality, by the way. Yeah, that it is um, tits. So let's go on. Um, he's wearing a hat. That a lid. It, yeah. a lid. At first glance, when he came in tonight to the restaurant, I was like, "If you were in, in Canada, it's, it was a little orange, a little white." And I was like, "Okay, that's fine." Upon full disclosure and exposure and other ogres, it is a freaking BB-8 hat, and that is a fusion of the old and the new, bringing together what will likely be the two main villains in the movie. We have decided it's going to be BB-8 and Chewbacca. I mean, everybody gets it. So it's amazing. But it also makes me want orange sherbet. Doesn't it? It does. It really does. It's, we need, we're going to get looks a popsicle. delicious. <laughs> I say that in a merry manly way. Where did you purchase the BB-8 hat? Oh, <laughs> I only got to laugh because some guy asked me that when I came in and I told him Amazon. And that's why I asked you. And he's like, oh, that sucks. It's the one place I don't shop. And I'm like, wait, why don't you shop at Amazon? He's like, well, my father told me uh, online shopping's basically the, the devil. <laughs> we can't make this no, up. I'm not kidding. I, I'm like, yeah, well, he's well, probably not wrong. Uh, huh? You didn't get that on Amazon? The jacket. Amazon. Oh, the jacket. Yes. Yeah, and I have to make an omission right now. So, um, I was visiting a children's hospital. Unsafe websites. Okay. And the tagline for one of the videos was, The Boner Awakens. How do you not click it, right? <laughs> so I click it, and the woman is wearing nothing but an R2-D2 hat, and the man is wearing nothing but BB-8 boxers, and I'm like, well, I'm here. I might as well enjoy it. <laughs> I mean, everyone is getting in on the excitement and advertisement. Oh. A kneecast exclusive. How soon before we met up with you did you enjoy this video? I was wearing the uh, Chewy jacket during the video. So. <laughs> oh, <laughs> oh, yeah, they'll get stuck. They'll get stuck. So, do you feel that the director of it paid a lot of attention to the uh, the origin, the canon, 
of the other um, boner-based Star Wars films. <laughs> Despite the guerrilla format of the shooting of it, it was very well done. Wait, so there was a gorilla involved? No. I mean, no. <laughs> okay. I'm not into that kind of stuff, guys. Take it easy. <laughs> what are you talking about, browser history? Delete. <laughs> Delete. Undo. Do you, do you remember uh, being in line for The Phantom Menace? 100%. Um, so, midnight viewing, opening nights. Uh, I don't remember the line being as terrible, but I remember, I remember that night well. Yeah. I do remember being in line, and I remember being very close to the front of the line, and I also remember seeing the red velvet rope being lifted and everyone just mad dashing it into the theater. And I remember watching people get trampled and pushed into the wall. For real? Oh, for real. Really? Yeah. No, yeah. I saw it in like a podunk, way, way northern burb theater, and it was it was tame because there was I, we were so remote that you, you're, the amount of nerds was just about capacity, so it was fine. It was, yeah. No biggie. So th th this is really different to me. I know it's a different time, but this feels extremely different to me than standing in line for The Phantom Menace. Von Doom, give me your number one prediction for this movie. My prediction is that Chewie bites it. And if he does, I will kill you in the movie theater. But I, I, I have a feeling you're not like, I, I heard he's going to get hurt. I can live with that. Like, blow off an appendage, I can make mashed potatoes with, you know. <laughs> I just want to make sure there's like at least one seat in between. Oh, yeah. There's yeah. going to be, if that happens, brain fragments are going to fly. But seriously, do you, do you, have, do you have a prediction? <laughs> uh, wait, uh, wait, wait. So, so Three Toes seriously will not listen to predictions? No. I have not even spoilers. No. No, yeah, prediction is, I, I hope... I do hope somebody from the original cast bites it. Not because I don't like any of them. Uh, it just would be awesome. Like, I would be like, you know, you'd have faith in the fact that they have balls. Yeah. You know, I got gotcha. you. I hate to say it. The Millennium Falcon will blow up. What is your prediction? What the hell? <laughs> uh, for the movie? Yeah. Okay. <clears throat> I predict that there will be a death of a major character. Um, I'm also thinking the Luke thing is kind of interesting. This has been sort of told, but I feel like... Could Luke be a bad guy? Seems kind of unlikely, but there's something weird going on there. But I think there's got to be some sacrifice just because they've got to hand it off to somebody else. So uh, I'm predicting that um, somebody's going to die. Who is it? Luke, Han. Oh, let's, all right, Han's going to bite it. Han will sacrifice himself to save Luke from being a bad guy. No. You're not going to hear it. I would say always no. right. You're always right? Yes. Yeah, I, I wouldn't. Wouldn't push that button. Yeah. <laughs> I would like to point out that a year before the movie was released, I called that Bruce Willis was a ghost in Sixth Sense. That is a fact. Lame. It's a yeah. fact. So did you and like 800 million other people. No, no one ever. did. That is the reason M. Night Shyamalama Lama 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 has a whole career is because nobody did. Except for me. Maybe you should have used that power and derailed his career before it launched. We should blame all the hate on this guy right here. Three Wait. toes. You're, it's your fault he's famous. Do you have a problem with it happening? Yeah, I do. Hey, bro. It's the trees. The trees are coming alive, bro. Hey, bro. Uh, spoiler alert. <laughs> yeah, spoiler alert. Mark Wahlberg sucks as an actor. <laughs> Why you gotta be like that, bro? <laughs> Lightsaber guy. Oh, uh, Morgan Freeman. <laughs> no. Kylo Ren? Yes. I don't, I don't think there's anything wrong with him. Like, I think he's gonna be awesome. I just want... Um, 
Gwendolyn, uh, Captain Phasma, the chick, yeah. Stormtrooper. Yeah. I want her to like fucking choke slam people. Like I want her to be big and badass and just beat the shit out of people. So you want to leave here wanting to buy her action figure? If I didn't already own it, yes. You already own her action figure? I do. Uh, yeah. I bought her and Kylo's did out the gate. Action figures. Did either of you guys in either the cons or after get a hold of a uh, bikini Leia? No. So. No. It, it normally it wouldn't be a big deal, but you heard that thing online where they, they're not going to make her anymore? Yeah, yeah. Because I would go like, to local Walgreens and stuff, normally just buy random crap on the way to work, and they had tons of them, and then they made this thing online about they're not going to make Bikini Lay anymore. I'm like, I should buy one. That's probably going to be a clock because I'm all gone. So. Just like that. Seriously. I bought one. I bought a Black Series Bikini Lay. Not for me. I gave it as a gift for Christmas. Because my, my new going to be cousin-in-law... Like, Likes to uh, masturbate to... No, it's... Well, she might. I don't. Don't. This is not on record. Sorry, Vito, if you get offended. Uh, no, I bought it for his now fiance. And she's like Leia's her favorite character. Sorry, I don't know why. Um, yeah, I hate Leia. I just have, always have. What? I, yeah. Well, that's actually part of my prediction. My prediction is that there's there is a 30 year span or so, right? Yeah. So over the last 30 years, they've been uh, R2D2 has been trying to keep Princess Leia from falling off the wagon. I predict during this movie. She will fall off the wagon in a very big way. She's going to die of syphilis. Is that what you're all saying? Because I thought... Did she gets from R2-D2? No. No. What? Is he a sex bot? You've seen the thing they you know used what? to open up the doors that <laughs> popped out? I was just going to say, there's so many things in that contraption, you don't know. No, the thing that popped out is straight up, like, digital. So what you're telling me is the thing you used to open doors is a drill dough. Zing! Case closed. So, first question, real straightforward. Who's your favorite character from Star Wars? I'm Robert. Uh, I guess I'll say Boba Fett. Uh, my name's Vito. My favorite character in Star Wars is Obi-Wan Kenobi. Han Solo. And name? Lauren. Lauren. Han Solo? Yes. Nick. Nick? Luke Skywalker. Wow. Luke Skywalker. I applaud wow. your, uh, that's courage right there. Uh, Valerie, R2-D2, the hero of the films. Wow. Nice, nice. That's not an easy question for me. Okay. Or, um, or first, what's your name? Cassie. Yes, Cassie. Yes, name first. Thank you. Cassie. My name is Cassie. Cassie, who is it? Um, I like changes. Like Han is like always my favorite. Um, I don't know. Han is like pretty consistent <laughs> yeah. for me. Han Solo. I think that's a good answer. Yeah, yeah. we actually it's, have not it's heard clean. that. Really? It's clean. Yeah. What about you? Uh, so my name's Jonathan. Excellent. Um, I guess it is kind of a tough question. Uh, can I just go with the entire empire? No, no. <laughs> it's a safe answer. <laughs> That's why I wanted to go with it. Um, all right, we'll go with uh, Darth Vader. Cool. I mean, not a bad choice. Pretty much everybody's choice, I'm sure. No, actually, we have not heard that yet. Today. Really? Yeah. No way. Yeah. yeah. No, I mean it. It was yeah. It's been uh, Luke Skywalker. Yeah. No, he's so whiny. And R two D two. I mean, I get R two, but Luke. Oh, R two is yeah. badass, but yeah, Luke is pretty whiny. All right, my name is Matt. Matt. Oh man, my favorite character is just R two D two. Wow. Let's be let's be real here. Yeah. You can't mess nice. with the You droids. love following that robot. You love the things that he goes through, and you're just like you're always pulling for the R two D two. All right, R two D two from the good trilogy or the bad trilogy. <laughs> oh man. He's two different characters, man. One can fly and what, one can't. What was it where he like flies with the oil? That's the that's the new trilogy. Yeah. 
That's, that's stupid. Yeah, you're right. That is stupid. <laughs> I should have said that before. People would have changed their answers. How come he forgot how to fly? Yeah. All of a sudden. You're right. You're right. Okay, old trilogy. We'll take the RGDs from the old. Yeah, Good man. Okay, gotcha. What about you? My name is Tim. Excellent. Chewbacca. Respect. Yeah, respect. Nice. That was a good one, too. Yes. Nice. Practicing all week. Yeah. Uh, my name is Charles, and I'm probably going to have to go with Darth Vader on that. Good man. Nice. Respect. Nice. God, you suck. I know. I really like Leia. I'm a big Leia yeah. fan. And what's your name? Lindsay. Lindsay? Thank Lindsay. you very much. <laughs> what? I'm going to go with somebody takes mine. Boba Fett, definitely. Oh. Nice. And what's your name? Kyle. Kyle. Uh, young Boba Fett. Oh, oh my God. That's a really weird pick. <laughs> I like uh, it. Uh, yeah. No, gotcha. Excellent. Gotcha. His lines were hilarious. Young Boba Fett and Leia. I thought Leia was going to be the worst one, but young Boba Fett is. I'm just kidding. I like Leia. Han Solo. What was your name? Oh, Kylie. Kylie. <laughs> Brenna, Han Solo. Yeah. Julie, Han Solo. <laughs> Jeff. Wow, uh, wow, are, are, are you guys a family? Yes. We are a whole family of Han Solo fans, that's nice. You were raised right. <laughs> Chewbacca. Nice, I like her. Uh, Darth Vader. Nice. Boba Fett. Nice. All right. Classic answers. Nice. Second question. Uh, second question. Favorite movie, all six are included. You can't say this one yet, even if you've seen it already. <laughs> all right. Maybe this will be controversial, but Return of the Jedi. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm shocked. That's yeah. actually yeah. the number one right now. Yeah. I'll be the predictable one and say Empire Strikes Back. Uh, nice. Good. Cool. Good. Yeah. Um, all right, second question. What, what is your favorite movie of the six? If you've already seen this one, you can't say this one. Five. Empire Strikes Back, yeah. great answer. I would say five as well. Also good answer. Empire Strikes Back. That's probably a pretty popular answer. It's the most popular it is. currently. It is. Followed closely. I, I think Jedi. Son of a... By no one, Jedi. I, I'm shocked no one has said New Hope. Not a That's single person out of ten people. I go five, four, six and three tie, two, one. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Revenge of the Sith is a good movie. Yes. Yeah. All the haters aside. All right. Aside from the, the terrible acting. Oh. I, yeah. think that, I think that's his best terrible acting. Among the, the cast of that one. <laughs> so, uh, Wait, do you mean it's the worst acting? No, no. It or is, it's, it's they're bad, all bad, but it's better, but it's better okay. than yes. I, I got a quick question for you guys. Yeah. yeah. If you had to show the movies to someone brand new, I'd start them off number one. Really? Yeah, because they end on a high note. Like, don't. Why would you get them all excited and then you show them the shit? No, no. no. Oh, okay. Our, my friends and I, we have a theory. Four, five, one, two, three, six. I we, never thought of that. Yeah. Find out who's I, I who. Would, on five, bring it back how Vader became Vader. All right. And then Kinda end it with like a six. A, well, could a you do four, one, two, three, five, six? Because four introduces all the good ones. That's true. I, don't know, I was just curious. I no, yeah, you would need good. to. You would need to get into five because four doesn't have the Emperor, oh. so you would have to four go into who the Emperor is. Yeah. But then I also see a lot of people who say six because then it was like the cool one and it really will suck them in but i don't know how that works for some people yeah yeah <laughs> uh charles and empire strikes back uh shoot i really a new hoper please somebody oh. say a new hope a new hope is usually my favorite i can't it's then, hard then go with it go a with new it hope, a new no hope. one else has today, first yeah. one of the night i mean it's obviously one of the original three yeah. uh, well it, it is it kind of does let's be honest um I don't know. I really like the Hoth battle, so. Nice. Good Empire. So. Good man. Nice. Empire it is. Yeah. Episode 5. Empire, okay. Empire, New Hope. Nice. Um, 
Kylie, episode six. Yes. Julie, Empire Strikes Back. Yes. Empire Strikes Back, Jeff. Nice. The right answer. Yes. I don't know the name, the one where they're in the forest. Return of the Jedi. Return, Return of, the of the Jedi. Jedi. <laughs> That's a good one. Nice. Uh, I actually liked uh, number four. New Hope. New, New Hope. Hope. Yeah. Yeah. Very nice. Respect. Same New Hope. New Hope. New Hope. Awesome. Nice. Excellent. Return of the Jedi. Nice. You're just full of surprises, sir. <laughs> I'm going to have to say Empire. Yes. Okay. All right. Empire Strikes Back. Yes. Nice. Good. Good. This one's tough. Characters aside, because I know you all said light side, but if you really, really got down to the nitty gritty, is it dark side or light side? Dark side. Yes. Light side, no. honestly. That's hard. Uh, light side. Uh, I'd have to say light side. Light side. Even if I wanted to be on the light side, I'd probably end up on the dark side. <laughs> Awesome. <laughs> would you be on the light side or would you be on the dark side? Dark side. Dark side. Holy easy. Shit, Both dark. Easy. Just right off, right <laughs> off the bat. Yes. Yeah. Light side. It's just fun. You feel good. Yeah. You can't <laughs> bang anybody on the light side. Yeah. That's true. I, mean, I always go when I play the video games. I'm always like, oh, I, the dark side seems so cool. But I'd probably be light side. Yeah. I know what you're saying. No uh, sex in the champagne room. But no sex any room. I'd have to go with the light side. Interesting. Dark side. That was easy. <laughs> I'm lame. I've got the light side. It's not lame. Light side. Definitely the light side. Julie, light side. Light side, Jeff. Nice. Excellent. Goody two shoes yeah. over here. I can't, I can't right. handle this. Uh, the middle daughter would have been the dark she side. She's not here. No, she would be the dark side. I'd, I'd struggle if I'd be light side, probably. Really? Yeah. Oh, dark side. Yes. I like Emperor Palpatine said it that. You have to know both sides of the force to understand it. Best answer we've heard all night for that question. Nice. Yeah, I, think, I think the dark side has more opportunities. They're not restricted. All their characters are awesome. They don't have any whiny bitches on their side. <laughs> but do you have a prediction for this movie? What might happen? I think there's a lot of things that can and will happen. I think there's going to be a lot of wicked awesome battles. I think there's going to be a lot of stormtroopers getting their asses kicked. Nice. And I think this movie's going to be amazing. Their aim's going to be way better this time around. A lot of rebels are going to die. Yeah. All right. Bonus question. Do you want to pet my friend's Chewbacca jacket? Absolutely. Excellent. That's nice. Ah, That's nice. nice. <laughs> I like it. Um, a bonus question. Would any of you like to pet my friend's Chewbacca jacket? Okay. Yeah. It's I mean, it does look I, soft. I have to. Yeah. Real I want I want yeah. it. It's, it's real nice. monkey. <laughs> I'm going to add a fourth question. Would you like to pet my friend's Chewbacca jacket? Yeah. Oh, that's really soft. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> well, we'll thank you for answering the questions.